Welcome to this week's episode of This Week in Diaspora History on the Jewish Diaspora Report. Let's get started. Eighteenth of Nissan, seventeen ninety six, Fossano, Italy. Purim of the Bomb was celebrated by the Jews of Fossano, south of the Alps, to commemorate their escape from a massacre. The Jews of Fossano, Italy, a town that was being besieged by Napoleon's army, were saved from being massacred inside their synagogue by their fellow townspeople. Jewish celebrations of the Passover had been seen by anxious Gentile neighbors as a sign that the Jews were in league with Napoleon. The enemy opened its usual bombardment, but somehow hardly any bombs fell on the Jewish ghetto, which was a narrow, long street close to the city wall, and the bombs seemed to fly over it and fall into the rest of the city. This led to the mob ransacking the Jewish quarter, then falling upon the synagogue where the Jews had gathered to defend themselves. As the mob descended on the synagogue ready to massacre the Jews, a bomb landed in the synagogue. After the bomb landed in the shul, it dispelled the mob. The elders of the Jewish community decreed that the fourth day of Passover should be observed every year by Jews of Fossano as a day of celebration, and that the gaping hole which was left in the synagogue should not be closed up. Instead, it was made into a window which had a golden inscription around it that proclaimed it is evidence of the, quote, miracle of the bomb. Miracle stories like this are celebrated as special Purims by Jewish communities around the world. 19th of Nisan, 1949, Jerusalem, Israel. Rabbi Meir Bar Ilan, leader of the Mizrahi movement, scholar and author, passes away in Israel. Rabbi Meir Bar Ilan was born in Voloshin, Russia. His father, the Netziv, was the last head of the yeshiva of Voloshin, which was forcibly closed down by the Russian government in 1892. In 1905, Rabbi Bar Ilan participated for the first time as a delegate to the Zionist Congress, and unlike many of his colleagues within the Mizrahi Zionist movement, he voted against the Uganda plan, being convinced that Eretz Israel is the only possible homeland for the Jewish people. It is from this point that Bar Ilan began to devote his entire life and activities to the development of the Mizrahi party in the diaspora and Eretz Israel. In order to further his studies, Bar Ilan moved to Germany. In Germany, Rabbi Bar Ilan began active involvement in the daily affairs of the Zionist community and within Mizrahi Zionist movements in particular. In 1911, he founded the first Hebrew weekly newspaper called Ha'ivri. It became recognized as an open forum for enabling Zionist leaders to express the very grave and realistic questions that face the Zionist movement. Although the rabbi held no official position within the Mizrahi movement, he became its traveling spokesperson, helping to establish Mizrahi groups in various other countries all over the world. In the 1920s, at the first Mizrahi conference after the war, he served in the capacity of president, and from that time on was recognized as the world leader of the Mizrahi Zionist movement. In 1926, he came on Aliyah, one of the first Zionist spokespeople to realize the dream of living in Eretz Israel. Before his death, Rabbi Bar Ilan saw the realization of his dream, the establishment of a Jewish state in the land of Israel. In the last years of his life, the first new years of the state, he fought hard to have Jerusalem declared capital of Eretz Israel. Bar Ilan's memory and name has been memorialized in various places in modern-day Israel, most notably Bar Ilan University in Ramat Gan. 20th of Nisan, 1038, Babylon. Rav Hai Goan, the last of the heads of the rabbinic academies of Pumpidia, passes away in Babylon during the era of the Abbasid Caliphate. At the age of 48, Rav Hai was appointed as the head of the highest court. 
second highest office in the land under his father. Rafhai eventually succeeded his illustrious father as Gaon of Pumpidia, an ancient city located near the modern-day city of Fallujah, Iraq. The death of Rafhai Gaon brought to a close the glorious period of the Babylonian Jewry. For more than eight centuries following the Babylonian exile, Babylonia was the center of Jewish culture and creative scholarship. Its leaders provided the guidance and direction of Jewish religious development throughout the world. The rabbi was not only a master of Hebrew lore, but also familiar with the Quran, the Hadith, Plato, Aristotle, the Christian Septuagint, and even Greek history. The rabbi is most recognized for his numerous responsa in which he gives decisions affecting the social and religious life of the diaspora. Questions reached him from Germany, France, Iberia, Anatolia, and even India and Ethiopia. His responsa, more than 800 in number, deal with civil law, especially concerning women, rituals, holidays, and more. Many of them contain explanations of certain halachot, agadot, and Talmudic matters. Many of his responsa has been written in Arabic, and only few of them have been preserved. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Reports, this week in Diaspora History. Don't forget to check us out on social media at jdr.podcast, and check out some of our other episodes on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time. 